0: Hi, I'm Patrick Kagan, your host for Sales Hindsights, a podversation that combines my 30 plus years of experience with the expertise of my guests, and trust me, all of them will amaze you. Now it's been said that hindsight is 2020 vision, so my guests and I are charged with answering one thing for you. Knowing what we know now, what best practices and takeaways have the last 30 years in sales, sales management, executive leadership, and entrepreneurship provided to us that you can take with you. So enjoy the listen as we podversate for your growth. Hey, so thank you for tuning into our podcast, Sales Hindsights. Just by tuning in, two things have happened for you. First is you have taken the best first step toward improving some situation or some outcomes you're experiencing in your world. Um, So congratulations, you've taken that first step. Um, The other is that you've proven to yourself that by going to outside confidential coaching, you can benefit your personal and your professional growth. So you've actually proven to yourself that seeking outside certified professional coaching help can be uh, a difference maker in your life. Now, in the course of our conversation, you're gonna discover a couple things. You're gonna discover that We definitely make sales make sense when you're focused on sales and you have sales issues, but we're going to look at the bigger picture and we're going to translate sales situations into life situations and we'll make life make sense. Uh, We do it in a very practical and easy to understand approach and we try to give you the nuggets that you can carry with you each day. Now, what I'm seeing come up in a lot of conversations with a lot of professionals uh, is the topic we're going to dive into today. Um, We're going to look at how... Many times we end up stealing our own success and we stagnate, we put ourselves on the sidelines of our own life. And so today I'm going to be giving you a short cast, um, just a quick sort of free form, free flow thought on what you can do to stop stealing your own successes. And I'm all about the whole, you know, air quotes, teach a person to fish approach to things. Um, I'm very much a big believer that when you have high self-worth, that you have control over your life and that we tend to take away our self-worth. We tend to do this not even intentional, definitely by accident, sometimes with the neutral thoughts we have that aren't even negative thoughts we have about ourselves. But I want everyone today to walk away understanding that you control your own free will. And what is free will? And I always tell folks, free will is not deciding that you won't kill your neighbor one day um, or that you won't you know, drive through your boss's office in your car. That's not free will. Free will is willing the environment around you that you choose to have. It doesn't exist today. You choose a better way for things to be and you bring that environment to life all around you and you will that to yourself. So that that is the world you live in, you work in, and you occupy most of the days. So today, I'm going to give you the what that you need to do to stop stealing your own success. It's the recipe and those of you that uh, we've interacted, you understand that I have no problem giving you my recipe. What I'm going to do as bonus content is, in the bonus content, that would be for uh, any of the folks that are currently um, the at the basic level of membership as one of the PK podcasters. Um, you're going to get the bonus content. You're going to get the how. Okay, so it's going to be kind of if I give you the recipe during this podcast. The how is going to be the actual cooking lesson. Um, So those that are at the basic hindsight or above level, please enjoy that deep dive. If you're not currently a member and you'd like to become, go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Patrick Kagan, that's my name. Set up your membership today and begin enjoying the bonus materials, just like you're going to get today. So let's get into today's podcast about stop stealing your own success, and you know, a a real easy way to remember how to do this. Um, And I recommend everyone get a a piece of paper and you're going to want to write down the left-hand side of the paper, DREAM, D-R-E-A-M. And so this is kind of a, a, a nice little way to remember that you can make dreams come true. You can stop stealing your own success. So each letter stands for something. So D, D stands for define your current state. Where is it you're at today? um, and, and why are you in that, that state today? And where is it you'd like to be? What's the desired state? What's the end game? What does it look like when you get there? It's very important to start here. Don't uh, go any further until you can say in a, in a one sentence definition, this is where I currently am today. I'm not happy in my job. I'm not making enough money. I don't like living in this area. I'd like to move closer to my friends who live across the country, whatever that current state is, and then whatever that desired state is. So you have to you have to know that there's an end game that you're trying to get to. Then I want you to also define what's the first step you have to take to get towards that end, end game or that, that desired state. And then finally, what I want you to do is make a list of all the things keeping you From taking that first step. Those are what I call your obstacles or your reasons to avoid going towards your desired state. It's really important that you follow these four steps. So define your current state. Where do I sit today? What do things look like for me today? What's the most ideal? I want you to paint a perfect world of how it would be in your desired state. What's the first step I have to take? And what are the things that are keeping me from doing that? And all those reasons are the starting point where you're basically you're, you're poking holes in your own tires of your vehicle. You're that's where you begin stealing your own success. You begin taking away your own momentum, and you end up, you know, two years, three years, four years from now in the same place as your current state is today. So make sure you do that. The R stands for reframe the obstacles. <clears throat> and I say it this way. Because the obstacles, you're not going to make them go away, but it's important to reframe them and to minimize them so that they don't look like a big hurdle that's a 10-foot wall you have to climb over, but it's more like, you know, a a small, think of a yoga block that you step over. Um, so think of, you know, somebody who runs a marathon. Um, I, I know that when they begin thinking about a marathon, the first thing they think is, wow, it's 26.2 miles. But... Successful marathoners don't think about the twenty six point two miles they think about the first stride and they minimize the whole experience by just thinking about that first stride isn't it much easier to take the first stride than to think about twenty six point two miles that's daunting you could give up before you start another example think of think of major league baseball and you have uh, you know batters who are home run hitters and if they choose to look at the pitcher as their opponent, uh, as their enemy, as the person trying to strike them out. They're going to have an adversarial view of that pitcher. What if they reframed that and they looked at the pitcher as their partner? They're going to pitch me the perfect pitch. They're going to pitch me the ball I like to see. I can't hit that home run unless they pitch to me exactly the way I want, and they're going to do it. They're my partner in my success. That pitcher sets me up for success that's a very important uh, reframing of what could be an obstacle. Now you're going to see that there are there are other examples in the work world, right? So people in sales they start by saying things like um, obstacles. My, I have a I have a quota that's unreasonable. My boss is not fair. My company's leaders they don't understand what it's like to be in the trenches. Those are things that are precursors to creating obstacles. You might hear other things like, I can never live up to my parents' expectations. And I hear this quite a bit. I hear people telling me why they're failing because they can't live up to what their parents expect or what their parents achieved. I can never, or nothing is ever good enough, or I've tried everything. And so when I hear people start sentences with, I can never, nothing is ever good enough, I've tried everything. We have to literally have a timeout or stop trying to work together. Those, um, those mind, those words, those mindsets um, are statements that lead lead to a mindset that's paralyzing, and paralyzed minds tend to look for other paralyzed minds. They're looking for like minded people. You've heard misery loves company. It absolutely happens when you steal your own success. You're looking for other folks who are doing it, and you can sit there and. Reassure each other you're doing the right thing because you've tried everything and nothing works and your boss doesn't understand and your quote is too big and your company's leadership doesn't understand all those things and that picture is trying to strike me out and 26.2 miles is a re- really long way to go. So reframe the obstacles and minimize them. Reframe negative statements into positive things um, and, and you know, you will find yourself breaking free of things that, you know, shackles you put on yourself, That's the R. The E is the end game. We talked about what's the desired state, what's the end game. Now, this is the really fun part. This is the part that we're going to dig deep into uh, for those that are at the basic hindsight level. This is the extra content that if you're not uh, one of the PK podcast members, you should become one. This is where it's really going to take off. But what you want to do with the end game is you want to have a clear picture of what does it look like when I get there? What is that desired state? look like when I get there. And then you have to develop what I call I have or I am statements. I have earned X amount. Let's say you are earning $45,000 and you wanted to make $65,000. I have earned $65,000. I am. I am the new manager of my department. Whatever that is that is the desired state, you have to speak about it in the present sense in your mind. um, And I have or an I am statement. Now you'll hear uh, a lot of approaches that are very effective. Things like vision boards, um, that works really well, and and uh, um, pictures of your rewards, and you know, getting the picture in your mind. And it's important that the picture isn't just of a reward, or something you get yourself, but it, the picture in your mind has to be of how does it look for you when you get there. Um, so again, uh, I encourage you, to go, we're going to dig deep on this part of um, the dream, uh, the the E letter in our in our um, uh, extra content, our bonus content. So I encourage you, Patreon.com/slash Patrick Kagan and join at the basic hindsight level, where we're going to jump deep into that end game. But the most important thing is have a clear picture and a definition in your mind of what it looks like when I get there. So I, you already know what it looks like where you're at. You kind of understand what the words are that you want for what would improve things. So if you're not making enough money, you want to make more money. You could define that specifically. I'm making 60000 I want to make 75000 whatever that number may be. But it's going to look a certain way for you as a person. And that is the visualization that has power and creates momentum. Um, then the A is action. So you need to take action, and that is literally looking at the first stride of the twenty-six point two miles, if you will. It's the first step you take towards the finish line. Um, and and you know, I recently uh, worked with a sales representative, uh, and we did what I call sales math, um, and we mathematically assigned a value to activities, things like appointments, number of proposals, the the number of sales the dollar value of sales and we we can literally put math to this going from what did you sell last year and back that into uh, 240 work days 20 work days a month and we look at the dollar value the number of sales the number of appointments we can do the math and the math doesn't lie it's a universal language but this salesperson wanted to double their income and so we said we can double your income. We can do this, but let's boil it backwards from the double number back to what does it really take to do that? And uh, what it came down to, without getting into all the detail right now, is we that that salesperson needed to simply add three additional phone calls for for new appointments every day, three appointments, three calls. I'm sorry, to try to get appointments now. When you compare how daunting the statement, I want to double my income. So again, round number, they're making 50000 That means they're saying they want to make 100000 That's pretty daunting to say, I want to double my income. That's the 26.2. But if they say, I have to make three additional phone calls a day, or it could be an email or whatever your contact method is to get your appointments, <clears throat> that's your first stride. It seems pretty doable. I could make three calls a day. I can make more than that, but that's all I have to do. And if I do that, I am successful. And I am. So this is the I am, I have statements. I am going to make my hundred thousand. I am going to get that promotion. I am going to have the most new accounts. I whatever it may be, your I am, your I have be, is is literally the fuel now in the action statement. And then finally, the letter M: measure your activities and. And the way you measure activities is very simple. You, and you do it every single week at the end of the week. Did I take those first steps? Did I make those three phone calls every day that were new phone calls, not calling existing clients, brand new clients with a value proposition? Did I set up three appointments with leadership that week? Whatever, whatever the whatever the end state is that you desire, and the action steps that you've defined did I do that? And you add it up and you make sure that it equals what your end game should be. And when you do this, D-R-E-A-M, your dreams will come true and it will happen very, very quickly. It is not something that will take a long time to course correct. But the most important thing you'll notice is that you stop stealing your own success. You literally take control of of your situation you exert your own free will and what you will for yourself will come true i look forward to talking to you next time and i look forward to talking to you in the deep dive again www.patreon.com slash patrick kagan i'll see you next time so that's a wrap for now i hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation as much as i enjoyed participating in it remember to set up the backstage pass to your own success at the support the show link in our episode description. And while you're at the show description, be sure to do yourself a favor and click the Instacart link and sign up immediately to begin enjoying the benefits of the Instacart online shopping experience. Shop from all your favorite stores, set up contactless delivery, and get your goods in up to an hour, plus free shipping on first orders over $35. Your time is valuable. Take advantage of the Instacart experience. I look forward to seeing you backstage and unleashing the greatness you are after, the greatness you must be in search of, or you wouldn't have found this conversation. Better can be yours, and it's one click away. Let me leave you with the words from one of my favorite musical groups, Rascal Flatts. Simply put, my wish for you is that your life becomes all that you want it to.